Welcome back to the Living Ever Now podcast. My name is Will. And my name is Jake. And today we're going to be talking about fame. Fame, fame, fame. I have a very interesting relationship with fame. I do too. Because uh, on the one hand, <laughs> you know, here I am sitting here doing a podcast. Right. And obviously the success of this podcast is measured by how many people listen to it. Uh, so in, in some ways, I am pursuing fame. But on the other hand, I think fame is potentially very dangerous and potentially the opposite of what you want to pursue if you want a fulfilling life. So I think there's a lot of traps and I kind of want to just go through how I think about fame and I don't have any answers really. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it'll be an interesting conversation. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I read this statistic. I, I think I originally heard about it on a podcast by Radiolab and then I looked up the statistic in prep for this episode. So there's some college in the Northeast. I didn't write down which one it was, but they do this study every year where they get a big group of kids from around the country and they ask them to rank these 16 values. And the values are the same every single year. And they've been doing it since the 60s. And every year from 1960s to 2000, the number one uh, highest ranked value was community and fame was either 15 or 16 in all those years. Um, and then after 2000, it started getting kind of turbulent in the answers. And then by 2007, the number one answer was fame and community had dropped to number four. Wow. So this idea that being famous is a good idea is kind of modern and I, it just gives me pause thinking about, you know, my relationship with wanting an audience or even flirting with the idea of having an audience, um, just knowing how recent kind of that development is in human history. Yeah, I think, I think it's a product of, though, the exceptional market advantage of audi- and having an audience. And yeah, seeing the, the like ben- social media is, I think, what's causing. Yeah, it. and seeing the benefit of having a curated, uh, I guess, target audience for market research or mm-hmm. or even just conversion, like converting those people into any type of product based off of like why you have an audience, I guess. Mm-hmm. So if you have an audience for blank, you can only really sell blank to those people because that's the topic that you guys are all interested in. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be weird if a hunter started selling like Hello Kitty sandals. Yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that has come about from one media, like you're saying, social mm-hmm. media, seeing it, having the visibility, but then also just seeing the sort of the front facing rewards without necessarily all the trauma that people don't have a good sense for how bad fame is for people that are famous. I feel like we all do though, because we love it when celebrities crash. And I think fame has always had tons of power. Fame fame has always kind of been related to money, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, way before the 1960s. But I think kind of what started to change was people had a reasonable pathway to fame where in the past they didn't. I was just thinking that there's sort of access for all. Yeah. It's not that fame became more valuable. It just became more accessible and it kind of, I think has captured the public attention. Okay. Um, 
And I'm just trying to work through whether or not I think that's a good thing. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Yeah. But I think you just have to be careful. I think fame for the individual can be a really detrimental thing. Uh, given not taking it seriously and not taking the downsides of fame very seriously. Mm -hmm. But I think that there's a lot of good that is done with fame. There's like a there's a lot of like organizations, for example, that have a face that raise millions of dollars a year for people that need help. Mm -hmm. And that is done through a platform. Yeah. And and it's boosted because a said person is famous or a said person has a community that they can put this message out to. So I do think that there is a lot of benefit in being famous, but I do think for the individual that there are some serious um, trials and tribulations that you have to work through and that I have, I have a thought process for how you kind of build up against that, but also I'm not famous. So I not, I don't have any like tests to prove that I'm right. Mm -hmm. I think, what, what do you think? There, there's kind of two different kinds of fame. Uh huh. There's, I guess, celebrity, which is basically being famous for your personality. Mm -hmm. And then there's, I don't know if there's a word for it, but being famous for having done something in the past. Mm -hmm. So I guess Jeff Bezos is famous because he made Amazon. But you don't really know anything about Jeff Bezos's personality. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what Jeff Bezos's voice sounds like. But you're very, but we play this weird line though with those, I guess, two, we'll call them personas, mm -hmm. just be, with the advent of social media and people like Elon Musk. Like people, yeah, Elon I, Musk I actually have him in my notes. Like I'm going to talk about him. Okay, like he's definitely a celebrity and he also has done mm -hmm. really cool shit. Um, there, I feel like there's a lot of people that fall in that category. Yeah, I, I don't know if one's necessarily better than the other, mm -hmm. but... I think celebrity is kind of dangerous. Like it just feels weird to be Elon Musk. You have a, like a hundred billion dollars and then you still are like trying to get people's attention. Mm -hmm. Like it just, I don't know how I feel about it. I huh. like, I would rather be Jeff Bezos than Elon Musk. Yeah. Do you think that he, I feel like it's just his personality. I feel like he's just sort of flippant with some things and, that reflects socially. I don't know. I, I feel like he I, thinks it, he's it, funny or something. It feels calculated. You think so? Yeah. Like, I mean, people don't use Twitter accidentally. He knows what he's doing. I know, but I think it, like, I don't, I use Twitter cause it's just fun for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Tesla, for example, their advertising budget is $0. They've, they've never made a car commercial and paid money to have it seen by people. That's hilarious. They, they don't advertise at all because Elon Musk is their advertising. Like, and they know that. That's why they don't have an advertising budget. Mm, that, I, does, I, that, make, that does make feel things I, feel I, a lot I, more calculated. I think it's very calculated. <laughs> um, so the reason I think fame that is of the celebrity type is dangerous is because it's really, really hard for that person that is famous to not be you and like have your self-worth tied to your fame mm -hmm. and when people attack jeff bezos they're not attacking him personally they might be attacking the idea of billionaires or the idea of amazon mm -hmm. but they they're not actually attacking him 
people don't have opinions about Jeff Bezos, the person, mm. but people do have opinions about Elon Musk, the person. Right. And like almost everyone does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in general, I think if you have the power, you should try to be famous for doing something instead of being someone. Why? I think you're right, but why? Because then you have the power in the relationship. Like you have the separation of church and state. I don't know what the church and state are here, but... Well, like basically the sanctity of your own real life and the public perception of you. Yeah, you don't have to answer to anybody because fame wasn't really your end goal. You weren't trying to be famous for being you. The product is not Will or Jake. Mm -hmm. I'm not selling myself. Mm -hmm. I'm selling something that I've done. And the success or failure of that thing has nothing to do with me as a person. I think it's a, I think it's a little interesting in the world of like uh, up and coming musician, for example, because I do think you sell a story, like a holistic story, not just the product. And that becomes really interesting to me because, and and a large part of the reason I call my music self Jacob's Blue and have separation there. Is, is sort of kind of to get at what you're talking about. Is I kind of want to protect the sanctity of my personal life and also create sort of that narrative. But I can see, I don't know, like I guess if I like make YouTube videos, for example, I can see that barrier kind of being broken down. And like, mm. I mean, if I'm acting, maybe not. But again, we just well, the, we just got off an episode where we talked about authenticity and how important that yeah, is. Yeah, there's definitely value in celebrity. Like people yeah. who are celebrities make disproportionately more money because it's easier to sell a person than it is to sell a product. Our minds don't think about products, we think about people. Right. Like there's definitely advantage to being Elon Musk over being Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. because you can talk about Elon Musk the person and like it's much more easy to have a narrative around Elon Musk and the universe of Elon Musk. If I say the Elon universe, you know what that is. That's all of his companies. That's his Twitter feed. That's Doge and Do- Dogecoin. Like th- there's to the moon. Yeah, like smoking <laughs> weed on Joe Rogan. Like yeah, there's a lot T- driving around in a Tesla truck, Cybertruck. Yeah, it, it's just there's a story. It's a person. The problem is he has to be that person in real life. I know. Which is why I think it's just him. And I wh- think he's probably miserable. I think he's just being himself, honestly. I hope so, yeah. I think but that's also, the like, only way that Even that- if you are being yourself, you're still selling yourself. I know, but I guess it's only as real as you make it. Like if he literally doesn't give a shit about what Twitter community and what news outlet says about him and he mm-hmm. literally just keeps continuing what he does to do, which I feel like is what he does. He mm-hmm. just continue like he got in trouble with the SEC, the SEC yeah. and just continues to fucking do shit. On yeah, that, that's easy when you have a hundred billion dollars, but as an up and coming musician, it's probably a little bit harder because totally because you have to care what people think about you because that is how you become successful. I actually think it's the opposite way. I, I don't, I might be post sort of hawk rationalizing, mm-hmm. but I do think it's the opposite way. I think it's, Elon Musk was authentic as fuck. And then that became his personal brand. And I think that's the same way for artists. When artists finally figure out that buying into who they are as people and just being that as much as they possibly can is the best way to sell themselves Mm -hmm. and showing that to people is the best way to sell themselves rather. Then I think 
all the doors start to open and, and that really starts to create a real audience. Yeah, I, I hope that's true. I think that's true. I, I put my eggs in that basket at least when I think about my own career. Yeah. And also at the end of the day, doesn't matter how well you sell yourself. If the Tesla is not the best car on the road, Elon Musk doesn't make any money. Right. I actually wanted to talk about that last episode. It's like if your your product doesn't continue to be good or better, it doesn't matter any of the other stuff you do. At the end of the day, your, in my case, my music has to be great and none of, none of the other shit matters. Mm-hmm. I, if I had to make a framework for becoming famous, that would be my framework. Like actually don't focus on being famous, just focus on making the best thing possible mm-hmm. and trust that on the internet, things are democratized enough that the best rises to the top. Mm-hmm. And you never have to try to be famous as a person. You just be yourself, make the best stuff you can do. And if it's good and you were, you know, meant to be famous or whatever, you can become famous without ever trying to be famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, maybe this is just immaturity on my part, but I think trying to be famous is just so lame. Like it's like, it's like trying to get attention. Mm-hmm. It, it just feels immature in my mind. I don't know why. I don't know if that's like just me being immature again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it it feels more mature to just try and make something good and if people like it, they're going to like it. I, I, I have an interesting relationship with what you just said just because I very much think about it as the product first. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think it would be good practice of me to not expect to have some sort of platform if I really work hard on my product. Like if I figured out that working hard on my product and making it the best in the market is how I will probably gain an audience, then, or, or that in making the best product, I might gain an audience. Then not thinking about the practicality of having an audience seems sort of obtuse to me. And that's something I should think about. It's something I should be prepared to handle just because of how, real and detrimental fame can be to the human experience. Because mm-hmm. I do think it's a largely negative thing for a person. Yeah. Even though there's very, like I was talking about sort of the front-facing benefits of fame. There's, it seems a lot, but I guess everything in life is worth a price. And mm-hmm. that seems to carry a heavy price, fame itself. Like having so much, so many eyes on you is a heavy cost to bear. Do you think it's possible to have a lot of eyes on you and just be yourself and not have it weigh on you at all? I think Elon's probably one of those people. Do you think that's just something that is natural for him or do you think that's something he learned? Maybe some sort of coping mechanism. I don't imagine Elon was always so... I think he leans into it a bit now, for sure. Like I think in the last Mm -hmm. 10 years, he's come out of his shell a bit with leaning into the stuff he does, um, which is sort of created where we see him now. But I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. So I want to talk a little bit about how maybe the pursuit of fame, specifically on the internet, sometimes clashes with real life and makes situations hard to navigate. Uh, And the best way I can explain this was a few days ago, I was at the Botanical Gardens in Denver Mm -hmm. and there was this guy there who was vlogging Mm -hmm. and 
the botanical gardens is like a pretty quiet place. People are just walking around, like looking at plants. And he was just vlogging in public. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure his vlogs are incredibly entertaining to watch on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like really high energy and he had like all these cameras set up and like he was doing a, a whole thing. Um, but it was, it was just so awkward to watch in real life mm-hmm. because of how much attention he was drawing to himself. So it's just interesting how in order to be successful on the internet, you kind of have to, I guess, give up some of the social norms that make life in the real world easy. Yeah. Easier. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's super awkward to have a camera in public. Yeah. And like he, he definitely knew it was awkward, Yeah, but he was just, he was honestly just doing a good job vlogging and like making a, probably a pretty good video, Mm -hmm. but it was, it was just so lame, (laughs) honestly. From that perspective, for sure. People were trying to like walk past him and everyone's staring at him Mm -hmm. and it it just sucked. It's lame until he's got the best vlogs on YouTube and everybody watches his channel and he lives in whatever he wants. Even then, I don't think it's that lame. Even then in real life, if you saw someone vlogging, like it's, it's just weird to watch in person. No, in New York, bro, it's everywhere. Like people are always vlogging in New York. It's and so funny. People you don't walk think around. it's so weird. I've awkward. done it before. I've full disclosure, just so we throw myself under the bus. I've definitely walked around New York with a fucking vlog camera, and it's been painfully awkward. It's super awkward yeah, to yeah. be the one holding the camera. Mm-hmm. is very intimidating. It's very scary to like put on for a camera mm-hmm. while everybody's watching you. Like you know, everybody's watching you. you don't want everybody to watch you, but yeah. you, you're trying to tell this story that is like not about anybody else. It's all about this story you're trying to tell, and it's about this basically this, this story you're trying to put together for an online community, mm-hmm. and it becomes. I think as a sort of a Colby mechanism, people just kind of turn off the mm-hmm. negative. Everybody's looking at me like, I know, fuck it, whatever. I'm just yeah. going to keep doing my thing. And I'm not going to give the people watching this their best product unless I mm-hmm. really buy into just fucking delivering what yeah. I got to deliver and turning off all this outside noise. But yeah, I think it's, it's it definitely is a clash of culture for sure. I think that, that goes back to the thing I said at the beginning of this episode, that study, like our the things we value have just shifted so much that mm-hmm. we no longer value kind of being normal in real life. We now value being successful on the internet yeah. more. And maybe that's for the better because, you know, life on the internet is just so much more or it has higher optionality. Like you can make way more money on the internet if you're good at what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's maybe a bit of a riskier bet, but there's a higher ceiling for your mm-hmm. your probability curve there. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying that fame, you should avoid it at all costs, but I'm also saying that if you have a better option, fame probably is a bit dangerous. I don't know. I think, okay, so. What do you think? I just think that, you're, I think you're right. And we I've expressed this too in this conversation is that fame is dangerous. Mm-hmm. I do think that we could probably talk about maybe some ways we can even just brainstorm off the top of our head of kind of combating that. This Like say you have a, say you fall into this first school of thought that I brought up in the first beginning of the episode where fame is a, a or, or platform in general is a great way to affect people positively if that's your intention 
say you do something really good and you earn a platform and, or it's sort of a, um, unasked for benefit, I guess. And now you have this platform. How do you navigate that in a positive way? Keep your sanity, keep your happiness or even gain more happiness despite the eyes on you. Um, so I, I'm, I've never been famous. That's a hard question to answer, but if I had to guess it is probably about avoiding materialism, I guess, or the hedonic treadmill, not staying grounded, trying to become a real person. Yeah. Not letting people treat you differently, which is really, really hard to do because you, people have to treat you differently when you're in the middle of the botanical um, uh, garden yeah. gardens, you know, vlogging, people mm -hmm. are going to treat you differently. So yeah. part of it's just a trade off, mm -hmm. but I'm sure there's things you can do to. I personally, I personally think it's a lot about who you surround yourself with and just making sure they're not yes men, making sure they're grounded people so that you are grounded. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, like an important, the reason I feel secure in pursuing any sort of platform is because of like people like you in my life. I don't think you're ever going to let me be like a monster. If that makes sense. Maybe you would, maybe you just not talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think you would, but I think all of my friends wouldn't. I think all, I think that's like a precursor for being my friend is sort of being a grounded individual. And it's because I seek that for myself. I seek grounding for myself, but I realize like my head can't be there always. My head does need to be in the stars a little bit and does need to be the guy on stage and does need to be the guy who thinks he can sell out Madison Square Gardens. And those aren't necessarily always compatible. And that's why I, I definitely think that people surround yourself with is a huge part of that process. But being grounded is definitely um, a huge part of just not letting it go to your head. Because like, it's weird, man. I see like really nice people sometimes uh, back in the studio when I was dealing with a lot of like famous people and they're just still prima donnas. Like they'll still be, pre they'll be nice people, but they'll just be super preemie. And, <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, I need the toasted sesame teriyaki almond chips from Trader Joe's specifically on 21st Ave. And that's 60 blocks away. I know, but I really need them. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I have to go there on a, on, on a ripstick. <laughs> I'm sticking to New York City is the funniest thing I can imagine. <laughs> and they're like, um, okay. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll be right back in six hours. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it's it's funny because if it feels like inevitably they lose that grounding. And that's my biggest fear with it. I think it's so hard not to. I think it's just about like like you said, like, are you ever going to, please don't ever let me do that to somebody. Like, I'm going to try not to let myself, but if we're talking about it being inevitable, like, please don't let me do that. <laughs> yeah, but I, it's just an unnatural relationship that you have with everyone else. It and, is because everybody, like, you walk in the room and everybody's like looking at you and stuff, like no matter where you yeah, go. Yeah, it's, it's weird to have a large number of people know who you are and not know who they are. Yeah. Like it it just is not something that humans are naturally good at because obviously they're not. Yeah. Um, there was a phase in my life where I resembled Justin Bieber from like probably like 200 feet away. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like really into um, 
I don't know. I was I wasn't sure of myself at the time. It was seventh grade, just to yeah, paint the picture fully. Enough. But anyway, I went to the mall. I got followed around by like popular paparazzi. Um, oh, because they thought you were Biebs. Yeah, dead ass, super uncomfortable. Yeah, no, it's just probably no fun. It's not. It's not. Especially as somebody that was like super not used to it. I was like, what the fuck? I'm not Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, but like obviously there's good parts about being Justin Bieber. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's so true. So it's it's you can't just say like fame is all bad. It's it's probably easily corrupting. Probably having that much power probably makes you corrupt. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure if I believe that power corrupts absolutely. Like I don't think you are destined to become an evil or jaded or, you know, dick. Shout out Marcus, person. Aure- Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, you know, Marcus Aurelius, he was a king, very powerful. I'm just going to keep reading Marcus. That's that's my goal. Yeah, that's your that's, goal. And surround myself with good people. You're probably just going to have to sell all your stuff and move to a monastery in rural Vermont or something, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it, bro. I'm just joking. On um, the record, I'll do it. <laughs> on the record? I don't know. Um, status is so weird because humans... We all want status, and status is genuinely a good thing. Mm-hmm. In most situations, you can influence your life so much more if people think of you as a powerful person. Uh, but there's definitely things in life that are more important than status. And it it's weird to me that a life of fame probably comes at the expense of normal relationships and probably a normal family life. Like people who are even in your immediate family who you don't see often they're not going to be able to keep you grounded or me grounded or whoever. So like my relationship with my cousins or my siblings is going to change or my relationship with my spouse, even like if, if you make a hundred times more than your spouse and you're famous, like that's probably, you probably need a famous shoddy. Yeah. I mean, a shoddy (laughs) famous too, but like, that's what I mean. Like your, your relationships have to change. Like almost every part of what a normal human experience is has to be different. I think it's interesting how you classify normal. Well, normal as in like people treat you like a normal person. I know, but if you're in a room with a bunch of famous people, you're probably going to be treated by a normal person. But how often are you in a room with mostly famous people? Well, hopefully I get invited to the Kim Kardashian uh, Christmas party. Yeah, but then the 99% of your rest of your time <laughs> when you're not at Kim Kardashian's sweater party. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Like people are going to like, and I don't want to make this about you specifically because I'm not putting you on blast. I'm just trying to think through this. No, I'm mainly joking. At my, I'm jabbing at myself. Um, what, how, do you, how did you get to a place where you even pursue like a podcast, for example? How do you even convince yourself of that? Well, for me, it's because I'm very uncomfortable with it. Like okay. the idea of being a public person on the internet I, I dislike, I Uh dislike it a lot. And Uh. I'm trying to get over that because it, it's important to, I guess, conquer your fears. Like even if I decide that this is not for me long-term, I want to make sure that that's not because I was just scared to do it. Okay. Um, and like, I definitely am scared to do it. So I'm doing it. Okay. Um, and you kind of talked about that before in a leadership episode, which kind of like you, you sort of projecting like disdain for things when you were scared mm-hmm. to do them really yeah i i think i definitely in the past have been a little bit contemptful of fame because subconsciously i think everyone wants fame but mm-hmm. i i realized that 
maybe there's some parts about it that scare me, even though it might be a bad thing. The fact that it scares me means I still need to figure out why it scares me and conquer that. But I genuinely dislike the idea of people thinking they know me without me ever having met them. Like the way I style my fashion, the way I talk to people, the way I interact with people in everyday life is very much geared towards controlling other people's perception of me. Mm -hmm. But when, when you're pursuing fame, you're kind of doing the opposite. You're saying, here's me. I don't even know you make your opinion. So if someone listens to this podcast, they can have a fully formed opinion of me Yeah. without me really ever being able to control that. Interesting. I really don't give a shit like personally about what people think just because like legitimately, mm-hmm. I legitimately don't. Whoever's listening to this and they form an opinion about me, I legitimately do not give a shit. I don't even care if they're my relative. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't. But but the point is, is because I know I'm very comfortable with who I at least think I am at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would like to say I know I am, but I just don't want to feign self-awareness. Um, I will allow you to think whatever you want. And I feel, I feel much like I perceive Elon might feel about the whole situation that he's in is that like, he's just going to do him. And if you have an opinion, like, okay, cool, sick. Next. Like I'm going to (laughs) go build a rocket that goes to Mars now. I'll see you guys later. Uh And then he's like back on Twitter and he's okay. Sorry. SEC. Next, and that's how I feel personally. I'm just, I'm just, I'm gonna do my thing, and you can. I'm, I'm gonna make a podcast because I want to make a podcast with my friend, and I think it's gonna be a cool way for us to uh, talk about ideas, and we have these conversations anyway, and we want to build a brand, so let's let's use this as an extension of our brand, and and try and build some sort of audience, and I'm totally cool with that, and how anybody on the fucking internet for all of millennia ever perceives this conversation. I don't give a shit because I'm just going to keep doing what I'm going to do. And I'm, I'm going to be who I want to be because it's not, it's not predicated by their opinion. I literally don't even know if I ever interact with that person. Mm -hmm. But like, I guess as much as things are internet focused, reality is still right in front of us. And I think there's a clear separation there, even though there's a lot of weight, I think, that you were kind of illuminating earlier with when you were talking about how people have sort of devalued the more physical space and overvalued maybe even the uh, internet space. Yeah, I'm not sure how much you actually believe that because I feel like if you were in public with a camera pointed at you, you would change how you act a little bit. Oh, it definitely makes me extremely nervous. So yeah, so you do care what other people think about you. Yeah, but I don't care. Like, like the internet is such a void that, like, I, I don't care what they think on the internet. At so all. if they're on the internet, you don't care. But if they're in real life, you do. Well, I think I care more in real life, but I also give mainly zero fucks. Like I would care. Yeah, like maybe that's just a personality thing. Like, yeah, I, I, I would I, care. I would I care, care like people think. I would care like one percent more, maybe. Or maybe five percent more. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> but like from zero to five is not that big of a gap. <laughs> huh. But like, yeah, internet people zero percent. I could. I. I. I actually. Actually, internet people are just people, Jake. You know that, right? I know, but <laughs> those are fuck. real people on the internet. I don't give a fuck. I literally just don't give a fuck. I. I think like I. 
I'm kind of, I don't know. I feel like I don't want to like wish this on myself. Like knock on wood, I ever get a death threat on, <laughs> online. I don't care. Okay. You I'm, wouldn't care? No. <laughs> well, what if you thought they were serious and they were actually going to kill you? They just call the FBI or something. Right? Yeah, just call the FBI or something. That's a healthy life when you have to call the FBI because people want to kill you. Uh, Elon probably gets death threats every single day of his fucking life. And I'm saying that, that I don't think that's healthy. <laughs> I don't think that it's... <sighs> easy to be a mentally healthy person when you are getting death threats regularly from people who you don't know. Pay somebody to manage it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying it's an impossible solution. I'm not saying fame <laughs> is all bad. I'm not saying you should avoid fame. I'm saying that it's unhealthy in a lot of ways that, you know, the, the 12 year olds who want to become YouTubers probably don't understand. Like, no, they just want to be famous because all their role models are famous. You're a hundred percent right. And I actually think you should have a, a really solid why for if you, if you find yourself wanting to approach the route of an audience, why, what's, what's your reason? What's your platform? Why do you want to exist? Why, why should you have a platform? I think those are important questions to like write out. Yeah, I, I should probably do that. Because honestly, if, if I'm like trying to think right now on the spot, why do I want to be famous? I don't think I do want to be famous. I just want the perks of being famous. Like okay. I, I want the money and the optionality. Okay. Um, but I don't really probably need to be famous to get all that. Like $1.25 million is not that much money. <laughs> and not, that's all I need. It's not. But I, like despite the we've, – we've been on some sort of – some whimsical thoughts here. Mm-hmm. There's There's – important and very serious part of this conversation that famous fame can be very detrimental and and taking it seriously i think is the most important part i think and being real with yourself about public perception yeah your your want for fame because i think you touched on something too that we didn't really explore but i think everybody wants to be famous at some point uh, or at yeah. some level in their own mind. We we all want status because status is like how we're wired to think about relationships. Right. And and it means more like we can get better mates. We can get better mm-hmm. uh, success. All kinds of things. Everything's easier in life if people like you. Yeah. And if a lot of people like you, then a lot of things are easier. Yeah. It's easier to make money, uh, but it's probably harder to have relationships. Yes. Well, unless you're in a relationship with a famous person. I don't Selena, know if that's true. I'm looking at you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think if both of you are famous, that's even more unhealthy because then you're both deluded egomaniacs. Oh, whatever. I think you guys, I think very seriously, you have like a similar set of issues and you mm-hmm. probably relate to each other a lot. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> co-defendants, <laughs> that's what we love. That's what makes healthy relationships. Yeah, oh my I don't God. know. Like, like you like somebody that likes to read books. Yeah, I like, I like I like people who also get death threats. <laughs> yeah, or or <laughs> shoddy go on, go on tour. Yeah, that, I mean, it's 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 there's definitely people who do fame right. Yeah, um, very few, <laughs> very few. Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to I think trying to mitigate that the distance between your fame and reality. Mm. Um, so, I think the best way to do that is like you were saying, be genuine, but be genuine in the way that feels natural as a human being and not like vlog in the middle of botanical gardens. I don't yeah. know. I'm going to be real with you. I'm, I want to make some YouTube videos pretty soon and I'm going to keep the vast majority of them inside my room. 
<laughs> like I don't plan on being outside yeah. very often with a camera. <laughs> like if ever. Mm-hmm. I hope I never have to be outside with a camera. It's a very it's very not fun. I, I I don't know. I'm honestly very impressed by people who can do it and do it well. Like Yeah. No, it's 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 a skill. Casey Neistat's videos are fun to watch from the from the viewer's perspective. Yes. But if you're like just someone walking down the street, you'd think he was a crazy person. No, I've seen so many like clips of people on their phones filming him do his thing and it's bizarre. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. <laughs> it's so unnatural. It's bizarre, but he's fantastic. He's so exactly, good. Yeah. He's so good at what he does. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we should wrap this up. Uh, we're we're kind of getting nowhere fast. Um, okay. I don't know if there's any takeaways here, but hopefully you found it interesting. I think the takeaways is just that it's something to be taken seriously mm-hmm. and that we probably all could ask ourselves the question of, do what do I want fame? And when- <laughs> <laughs> well, the answer is going to be yes. And then you say, why do I want yes, fame? Yes. And how much, I guess. And yeah. I think there's definitely varying levels. Why mm-hmm. is so important. I don't think you should want to be famous if you don't know your why. Mm-hmm. And um, we can get in. I'll get into Hit me with the q and I'll get into that if you want me to. My why. <laughs> On the Discord, <laughs> if you can find. Yeah, <laughs> my man. Fuck yeah. That was smooth as hell. Uh-huh. Um, Q&A on the Discord. Yeah. yeah, yeah. you can find that in the link in the description. You can listen to us um, on the podcast app of your choice. Um, and... Twitter and Instagram. Exactly. Have, uh, <laughs> at Living Every Now. Our website is livingeverynow.com. My, you can find us there. I yeah. totally brain farted. Thank you for saving, <laughs> saving me. Um, I hope I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.